Thank you for joining Grasping Grace Podcast. I'm your host, Caitlin Ryan, and on this podcast, I'm going to be talking about real life experiences and feelings that, no matter how hard they are, always end in the redeeming grace of Jesus. We're going to navigate those hard conversations, but also have a lot of fun. So stay tuned for this week's episode. What's up, everyone? My name is Caitlin Ryan, and I'm the host of Grasping Grace podcast. And holy moly, I'm literally sitting down recording my very first episode of this podcast. I'm really excited. I have studied and studied and studied on how to create a podcast and the things that you should do. And one of the very first things that I would read was write a script, write a script, write a script. And if I can just be real, writing a script, it's not really my thing. I kind of just like to go by the seat of my pants. For me, you get that uncut, that raw, that real version of me that I want to show y'all. And that's where I want to go with this podcast is that we can have those conversations that are really difficult to navigate in the church or have those really hard conversations that you may just feel alone and you don't know how to really do this or how to talk about it, how to have brave communication. I want to bring some of my friends on and let you hear their stories as well and just really be able to say, hey, it's a healthy process and we're all in this together, right? So you're not alone. So I'm really excited to be doing this with y'all and I hope that you will continue on this journey with me as well. So with this being my first episode, I figured the best way to start is to just give you guys a bit of my story, uh, tell you where I've came from, and show you where I'm going. Literally, this podcast is all about Jesus. If it's not about Jesus, then I just need to not do a podcast. (laughs) If it's not about Jesus, all these stories that you're going to hear, the conversations that we're going to have will always lead back to Jesus. So let me just take you on a little adventure. I've been saved now for five years, almost six years. August 9th of 2015 is my new birthday. It's the day that I gave my life to the Lord. And before I met Jesus, um, I was living a life of full-blown atheism. Did not believe in the Lord. Had no grid for Christianity. Wanted absolutely nothing to do with God in quotation marks, if you guys could see me right now. Wanted absolutely nothing to do with him. Uh, I think it just stemmed from a lot of like really like unprocessed hurt, right? Like unprocessed feelings that I just kind of tucked away, tucked down and didn't let anyone know about. And so when I was feeling all these feelings and had no grid for them and uh, nobody to really believe in me, it was just kind of like, you know what? I don't want anything to do with the Lord at all. And so there's that. Uh, On top of my not believing in God, um, I was a addict, very much undercover 
I hid the bondage that I was in for a long time. Not many people knew that I was actually really struggling with drugs. I was not very wide open. The most that people knew about me was that I liked to drink and they knew that I smoked weed. I really walked a lot of my journey out by myself. And it wasn't that anything that anyone had done. Uh, It was just something that I felt like I had to do for myself that nobody would really understand. Um, If you've struggled with addiction, then you know that mentality that no one's ever really going to understand you and that you're just alone in this world. You just kind of adopt that orphan mindset. And so I struggled with that for about 10 years of my life. Um, I found myself getting clean and then messing up and getting clean and messing up again. Um, And I did this over and over and over again. Every time somebody would walk out of my life pretty much from a relationship that I was completely, completely codependent on, uh, I would just slip up. (laughs) I would slip up so bad. And so it became this up and down roller coaster for me up until about 2012. And I won't go into full blown details with you guys. We have such a long time to really dive into my story. But just to kind of give you the summarized version of it, I got in a relationship with someone who I was completely enamored with. And I knew that I was going to do life with this person and it was going to be a forever thing. And we decided to get married Um, and we were married until 2015. And mutually we decided, hey, this isn't really working out. We became more like roommates than people who were, were in a relationship. And so we decided... Now we just need to call this quits. Everything was fine and dandy until something happened in our housing agreement. And one thing led to the other. I found myself homeless. And in that, in that time span of me losing my home, my marriage failing, I had all of these lies being whispered in my head, right? Like all of these lies to me that I was a failure, that I was nothing, and I would never amount to anything. And all of these lies just being spoken into my mind that I started to use again. And I found myself hopping from couch to couch going out almost every night, just living my best life is what people would think that it looked like. I found myself uh, taking more than what I should be taking. And it just got to the point to where I was so done with life. Like I looked like I was living my best single life, but in all reality, I was literally drowning in depression and anxiety and just suicidal thoughts just constantly back and forth in my head all of the time that ultimately one day I decided this is it I was gonna end it all I don't make light of this situation I don't make light of these thoughts but for me it was I just have to do this and so I decided August 8th of 2015 that I was gonna go have one last hoorah with my friends We were going to go out. We were going to get plastered. It was going to be a good time. And then I was going to go home to my sister's couch. And I was going to take 
a handful of pills and I was just going to go to sleep. I went out basically to say goodbye. I got completely hammered and I don't even really know how I made it home that night. I went home and busted open this bottle of pills that I had and it's just like Jesus to intervene on our behalf because in the process of me opening this pill bottle and going to consume a handful of these pills, I passed out in the middle of the attempt because I was so plastered. And I just have to see that as just Jesus coming to my rescue. And I woke up the next day so defeated. I couldn't even get this this one thing right. I failed my marriage. I was failing at life. And then I failed at committing suicide. And I just felt so defeated and so heavy. And as I'm laying there on my sister's couch, I hear this audible voice. And it says, I want you to come home. And at first, I thought, wow, I'm really hungover. (laughs) That I am hearing things. I'm crazy now. I'm hearing things. But something inside of me was like, no, that was different. Like, that was really different. And it was this sweet, kind voice of, come home. And for some reason, now mind you, remember that I was still a full-blown atheist at this time. But for some reason, I felt like I, I needed to find a church. And I needed to find a church that would accept me because of who I was. And so, I got on my phone and I googled a non-denominational church. And I went to this church and I sat there the whole time during that service. I still remember what was being preached. Uh, I still remember the songs that were being sang. And I sat there the whole time just really mad, like really bad. Like why in the heck am I here? What am I doing? I don't even believe in this crap. Everybody just looks so happy around me and I am miserable. Like, why am I here? But I stayed. I fought with myself to leave, but I, and so I stayed there and I listened to the service. I listened to what that pastor had to say. And there was the, the, the moment of altar call where the pastor was like, "Uh, if you don't know Jesus and you want to know Jesus, raise your hand. And I sat there for a second and I kind of gave God this ultimatum of, I'm going to raise my hand, but if you don't fix me, then I want absolutely nothing to do with this. Like, leave me alone. And I gave him this ultimatum of either you do it or I'm done. And so I raised my hand and I didn't feel like the heavens opened up for me. I didn't feel a angelic chorus being sung over my life. I didn't feel this like oh, moment for me, but I I just said, yes, the Bible talks about dying to yourself when you are so dead and you literally have nothing to give to the Lord. It's everything to give him. It's just your yes. Sometimes the very best thing that we can give is just that, a yes. And so I was so dead inside that I just said, okay, I'll try. And I left that church and I went back to my sister's house and I tried to get high. And I I actually just couldn't bring myself to do it. 
like I, I just wrestled with the thought of getting high that I, I couldn't do it. I went back and forth. And so I, and I got on my phone, I went to messaging people and just kind of like trying to go from one vice to the next. And I just could not bring myself to do that. And it was literally like this for probably about two weeks, I started to notice things in my life that were just kind of changing. And I and I didn't take the seriousness of that yes that I had given to him that day. Two weeks in to my walk with the with the Lord, um, I had kept myself clean. I didn't go into a detox. I didn't do any of that. I, I got clean cold turkey. I actually didn't experience any sickness from it whatsoever. I kept myself clean for that two weeks. And I just couldn't bring myself to continue to living the life that I was living. And so after two weeks of me walking with the Lord, I decided, well, I should probably, you know, just kind of take this serious. And so I went to a store and I got a Bible and it was this pink fluorescent had floral all over it uh super girly the print was like really really small and the pages were like super translucent um but I got this bible and I messaged my cousin and I was like hey uh I got a bible where do I even start and um she said to start in the book of John. And so I opened up the gospel of John and I'm just going to read this to you guys real quick. Verse one, it says in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. And something happened for me in that moment. And I can't really put into context of what happened, but there was this epiphany that happened that in the beginning was him. It was always him and it would always be him. And it was just this revelation for me that he had always been there and that he'd always be there. And I had this pierce in my heart of, oh my goodness, this is what unconditional love feels like. And I began to have this heart posture of, he took me so seriously in those moments, from the very beginning, he was there and he would always be there and he's always been there. And he took me so seriously that I began to just take him at his word and everything changed for me. And then in that, I got this hunger for his word. I was like, man, I, I am now beginning to consume myself with this thing. And look, y'all, I am quite the extremist. <laughs> okay, so like if I'm in something and I believe in something, then I am all the way in, right? Like my passion for it is there. Let's go, baby. You know what I mean? And so this happened for me in my relationship with Jesus that I was like, dude, I'm so consumed with you. Like I'm all the way in now. And I remember the ultimatum that I gave him that day. If you don't fix me, then I want nothing to do with you. And I started to realize like, wow, he had been doing this all of this time. I was not able to bring myself to get high because he was doing a work inside of me. I was not able to live the lifestyle that I was living because he was doing this work inside of me. I gave him this ultimatum and then he met me there. And he's like, actually, I'm going to 
I'm going to do that for you and then some. And so I began to just fall deeper and deeper in love with the Lord. And I'd like to even go as far as saying that I am his favorite. (laughs) I am his favorite person on the planet and he loves me the most. (laughs) That's not me just being cocky or anything like that. But we need to start looking at ourselves as his favorite, right? As his pride and joy that we we're part of this family of God and he looks at us like a proud papa would because that's what he is he's proud of us and when he sees us it's delight when he sees us it's pride in his eyes and I love the thought of him loving us no strings attached there's redemption in every story and his grace has no end and so I was met with his grace in my story and now I'm at a church here in Louisiana that I've been with for five years. Uh, I'm a youth pastor of 12 amazing kids. Uh, They're called the Wild Ones. That's the name of our youth group. And I get to see them fall in love with Jesus every day. I get to see them growing in intimacy in their relationship with the Father. And my hope and prayer for them is To not have to walk through the things that I walked through because nobody really told me about all of that stuff. It was everything that I had to figure out on my own. And I'm not saying that this walk with the Lord has been easy. This almost six years that I've been with him has been easy. No, there's been really difficult things that I've had to navigate and walk through and learn in this process. We're always constantly learning. And if you feel like you know everything in Jesus, then you probably don't actually know anything at all. All of these things that I've navigated in this time that I've been with them, I get to see them surpass that and to see redemption in their story just like he redeemed mine. And that is the heart of this podcast, is Jesus's redeeming grace in every story. If you feel like you don't know where Jesus is at in your story, if you feel like, well, I've always grown up in the church, I've been in the church my whole life, I don't really know where he's at in my story, I don't really have that powerful testimony. I don't really have, you know, where I overcame these certain things. Just know that there is always a moment in your life where it marked you and you took God at his word. You took him seriously in your relationship. There was a marking moment that established your testimony. It's not just from, well, I've always known Jesus. I've always been in the church, but there was a moment where everything shifted for you and you're now walking in the fullness of this. And you had to navigate all of those things. That's the heart of this podcast is to talk about those things where it's like, I grew up in the church. I didn't know anything about that. It was, this was the way that my church was. And that was just that. And so I didn't know about those feelings. I didn't know that that existed. I didn't know, you know, completely sheltered or under a rock or the church just didn't talk about it. That's what this is for. Or maybe you're like me and you didn't grow up in a Christian home. You didn't grow up in a Christian upbringing. You have no grid for the Lord or you're just beginning your relationship with him and you're establishing this thing. That's what this podcast is for is that when you are brand new in this baby, you get to learn and oh, this is how you 
navigate that. Oh, that's a real feeling. I didn't know that that was actually a feeling. You guys are going to see some really high, high moments. And you're also going to see some super low moments. And we have to be real and raw with ourselves and honest with ourselves in this. Because if we're not, then all we're doing is putting ourselves up on a pedestal of this Christian standard that we are supposed to hold ourselves to. And when we don't meet our own set expectation, we crumble at the weight of that. And then we find ourselves as failures. Jesus doesn't see us as that. So many things that we can continue to learn. If you have any topics that you want to talk about, I would love to hear about them. And I'd love to be able to talk about those things with you guys. It's been such an exciting moment to record this episode and just be real unscripted version of myself that I can be. And be not just transparent, but be vulnerable and invite you guys into my process and say, here's my heart. Do with it as you will. (laughs) I love you guys. Please know that you're loved. Please know that you have purpose and destiny, even when you're walking through really hard things and you're navigating uncharted waters. Know that his hand is upon you in every step of the way and that there is always something to learn and he is always redeeming your story. Let me pray with you. Heavenly Father, God, I am so thankful for this moment, Jesus, as we're recording our very first episode of Grasping Grace podcast, Lord, that you just have your hand all over it, Jesus. I just ask that even right now, the ones who are listening to this podcast, God, that you would just touch them in a fresh and new way, Lord Jesus, that you would meet them right where they're at, God, and that they would just fall in love with you all over again Jesus show them their purpose show them their destiny God show them the plan that you have for them as it's written in your word Lord that you know the plan that you have for us Jesus and we just love and honor you so much God thank you for redeeming our story and thank you for undeserved grace that you just so freely give God that we grasp a hold of it we love you Lord bless your holy name if you like this podcast please uh, review it share it with your friends hopefully this blesses someone and leave me some feedback let me know those conversations that you want to have those topics that you want to cover and I would love to be able to cover that for you so yeah stay safe in Jesus name Spirit.